Welcome to episode 60 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how's it going tonight? Not too bad. You have to watch you draft terribly and somehow pull wins out of your ass. Uh, you you gave a hand. You, <laughs> I, you only caught a little bit of the first draft I did. And like, man, if, <laughs> if there were train wrecks, that was the Hindenburg of train wrecks. Like, <laughs> it was a flaming ball of crap. It was just the worst thing ever. Like so, I had to, I had to scrape playables. That was so bad. I actually wanted to ask you about that. When you said that you had to scrape playables, like, what did your quotation sideboard consist of? And was it I like think, a bunch of like purple cards or something? Or it was cards that were not on color or like double double color casting. I mean, you could feasibly splash. Like it, it is, uh-huh. it is possible to have it. Like it is very, very possible to play a three color deck in. Hour of Devastation. It probably would have been better. Like, I was not set up for it at all. I was no idea what I was doing going into it and basically just just crashed and burned like an idiot. Got shrecked. So, man, those drafts are weird, though. Neither time I've, I like, both drafts so far, I've, I haven't been like, yeah, I'm, I'm good with my deck. Like, this, this last one we did, I, I'm like, fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. At it's least you have scratchy yeah. playables. At least I can like play cards and do things and actually like win games. But like, I just I don't know. I don't know. If, it's probably just variance, and I'm just you know being rotty off two two drafts. But like, Maybe. man, it just is weird. I don't know. I, from what I was looking at when I was looking over, I don't necessarily think you were in the right colors. I th- I think I was in the wrong colors or in pack one. Or uh, are you talking about my first draft? Uh no the the, second, the, the one the, the one that I was kind of watching while kind of playing my own game. Yeah, I'm I, looking over and just seeing a train wreck happening in front of my eyes. Yeah, I I think I I, I think I should have been in the colors I ended up in, but I ended up in those colors too late. I think you might have wanted to be blue, actually. Really? I don't. Maybe. I don't blue know. looks really open that draft. Maybe it was, and I was just wrong. Like so blue here's white, blue white flyers. I've said I've said before I am terrible at signals. Yep. Like I am the worst ever, and I know it. Like at least it's one of those things. At least I know it. Like, but oh my gosh, I just I figure I, I just can't figure it out. Even the formats I know. Not, yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. If nothing else, it's fun. Like, I'm glad I can draft and stuff like that. I'd love to yeah. open a bomb and be able to, like, draft around that sometime. But, you know, yeah. take what you can get. Yeah, you gotta play enough drafts to get to that point. Or just be unreasonably lucky. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. you can't always be that lucky. <laughs> when, I, when I get lucky, though, it will be unreasonable. Yep. No, nothing better than when I'm watching you play and I called shot things for you to draw and they actually happen. Yeah. I'm just sitting there like, man, if this is me, I'd be drawing nothing but lands all these times. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll have to we'll have to see how everything kind of goes. I just got to make sure I keep saving gold and everything so I can get into drafts or go infinite lull. You only have to almost completely win out. It's possible, right? Yeah, it's it's possible. It'd be nice if they made it so you could break even on the step below. So like five wins broke you even. But yeah, the fact that you're either down or up and there's no middle ground is really weird. Yeah, I mean it's probably very intentional, but. Well, yeah, like, it's intentional, but it's, like, almost predatory at that point. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. We're not going to get into this one. I don't want to argue about this. All right. Well, like, I don't actually think it's that bad. I'm just saying, like, that it can be perceived as that. You have to sit, like, this is a bigger argument than this ever. Yeah, but, okay. Whatever. We're not going to talk about that. So, (laughs) so, um, uh, I have some kind of kind of random I brought up um, that I want to talk about today. So 
I guess I'll just start this out the way I explained it to you when I first kind of pitched the idea. Poorly? Yeah, that's how, exactly. I will start it out poorly. <laughs> Dick. Um, but, like, it, I don't know if it, like, yeah, I pitched it poorly, but I think it's because it's just so hard to concept it to some degree. So yeah. maybe that's why, I don't know. But okay, so I'm just going to pitch it and we're going to go from there and everything and, and everything. So I was sitting there thinking one day and I'm like, okay, so we, so local meta, we are a podcast for local players, you know, people grinding FNMs and stuff like that, basically, like we're, you know, not, not big time players or anything like that. You go to your FNM and do your, you know, weekly draft and stuff like that. And we've done, we're, we're episode 60 we're on now. Yep. We've talked about a lot of shit, but we still haven't talked about the absolute core of the local gaming experience, which is the local gaming store. And like as I'm sitting there thinking about it, thinking about it, I just feel like like how people perceive it and how people interact with it and how people may misunderstand it and there's just there's i feel like there's just a lot of aspects that i'm just trying to coalesce together and like vocalize if that makes sense to some degree and yeah so like that's kind of what you know where where this topic is going i don't know if you want to add anything onto that rambling but (laughs) well kind of okay like i actually have had arguments with other people in our local scene before um, because they were very, very, I don't want to say selfish, but it's pretty much the best descriptor for how they were perceiving things where they were thinking, they were basically only looking at things from the standpoint of like a very enfranchised player, right? They were they would be what the other people would be calling you like you know like the hardcore players yep. or the the stuff like yeah. that, and I am very very I've always firmly believed that there are three pillars that hold up any magic community. You have to have the hardcore players who've been around for a while. You have to have the brand new players because you know you that you need to get. Uh, into the game to a point where they want to actually get invested in it because, you know, even hardcore players can't play forever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you do lose people eventually and you need new blood to refresh things and keep things from growing stale and yada, yada, yada. And the third pillar of that is the actual local game store itself. Like, because you need them not only for their space, like, mm-hmm. you need them for, like, to run events, for WPN status, for, like, they're necessary for your community to actually grow to the point where like people don't just stagnate and cease to get better. Right. Like you don't get better if you don't do things to make you better and you need a local store for that to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, in some ways they're kind of the default cat herder. (laughs) Like, and that, that job kind of sucks, but you know, in, in a different, um, in a different manner than like, you know, we, we cat herd people, but still. Yeah. They're, they're dealing with a much larger herd than we are. But yeah, it's like, so I just got to stop for a second here and just say something. How the shit do you, are you like more thought out and better planned than I am on this whole thing? Like, (laughs) like like you're (laughs) able to articulate things and stuff like you're like, how, (laughs) Because this is like you got this idea, and I literally argued this idea two and a half years okay, ago. Okay, cool. So I've already gone through the ringer on this stuff. I so. wish I would have known this when we were like planning this, because then I would have been a little more together. But um, I didn't even think about it till we okay, started. Cool. When you now, like when you mentioned, like the when you mentioned. I don't remember you. But one of your rambling sentences made me think of it. But, so. so, like, so those pillars that you wrote, I I agree with that. Actually, I think that's very very important. I think I think it's easy for 
people like for people who have been there for a long time to just ignore the other two groups and not think that they matter at all, you know, well, why do I want new players? They're not, you know, challenging me or anything like that. You know, the, the store, the store is my pack vending machine. That's all they are. You know, that's how, I mean, a lot of times that's how people kind of view it. And well, the thing, it's actually very easy for all, like all three of those (laughs) pillars can get into a situation where they, they just kind of stop caring about one or the Mm -hmm. other, right? Like even new players, like it's very common for new players to get to the point where they just don't care about the people who've been around for a while because they perceive them as being standoffish or rude or any sort of thing like that. Or just generally unapproachable. Like not even if they're doing anything like just, yeah. Yeah. And it's also not uncommon for like a store to screw up in a in a way to where they get to the point where like they're only focusing on the newer players or the older mm-hmm. players. And you need to have both. Not, yeah, yeah, they're not focusing on both, right? Because like it's the exact same thing for like making a community grow is like focusing on both sets of players is very important to actually keep your community around. Mm-hmm. And I have unfortunately seen people fail at that. I mean, we've everybody's it, failed at it to some degree, some more than others. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, it's I don't know. Like, th- I, I like those three pieces and stuff. And like, so I, I would kind of reinterpret you to some degree. Like when you say the local game store, I think of that in the in the slightly larger context of the local game store. And I, I was saying this before the whole thing, uh, and um, I, I, I feel like Magic players, I think like we can forget that sometimes, but there's more than just Magic at the store, usually. Like, unless you really have a store, yes. like, there's other TCGs going on. Usually there's, po- like, so the stores we have, there's, like, Pokemon, I think Yu-Gi-Oh! goes on there, various things like that. Um, I mean, the store we have has, like, board game stuff going on art tabletop rpgs they do warhammer stuff don't they yeah uh, the entire basement is dedicated to tabletop uh warhammer stuff i'm gonna point this out there's a basement yep (laughs) i didn't know isn't it i was actually in the basement the first time i ever went there which was like two years before i ever even started playing magic i didn't even know there was one yeah huh yeah, it was like right after they had just opened, actually, because they planned on converting their basement into a um, tabletop board games area, and they did huh. so. Yeah, the more, more the know. more I know. Yeah, shooting star rainbow. Um. Yeah, but but uh, but like just to exactly what your point is, though, like ever at any week you will find. Uh, two Yu-Gi-Oh events, one Pokemon event for the kids, one Pokemon event for the adults. There is um, there's always a demo day going on. There's an X-Wing day. There is the Tabletop War, mm-hmm. war, ta- war Games day that happens two or three times actually a week. Like, there is so many different... There, there's even a paint night. Which is awesome, by the way. Like, I don't yes. paint because I have no skill in it, but that is just cool as hell. I went there a few times, and then I lost the interest in painting, which happens to me all the time, but it was fun <laughs> when I was there. Yeah, it's. I think that's super cool that they do that. Um, you know, and, like, as you said, you know, there is literal rooms dedicated to people and their gaming groups that yeah. meet once a week. I mean, we did it for a long time with our tabletop gaming group when we were kind of in the middle of some stuff, but, yeah, like... You know, it's, I don't know, like, the the ecosystem of a local game store is just so much larger than people realize. Like, I, it's just, it's, it's just ignored. We get, we get sucked into our own little silo and just forget that everything else is going on. Yeah, it's, it's not unheard of for you to hear someone complain about another group of individuals who aren't part of their gaming system complaining that those people are around yeah and And that's that's just just wrong (laughs) like those like the store exists because of those people like those people those people are in there spending their money too like i mean 
maybe maybe somebody out there listening has there's a gaming store where like literally their their business is just magic the gathering i find that hard to believe but um if i'm sure it's not completely impossible but it is it is extremely rare yeah it's very uncommon like i don't i i think only the tip toppiest can can really get there like yeah you have to have a lot going for you Mm -hmm. but yeah like but like but i said those people are there they're spending money they're you know they're buying product they're entering you know paying for events and everything too like you know their their money is just as valuable as your money <laughs> and they're probably mm-hmm. spending just as much of it and if they're warhammer players they're spending a load more <laughs> uh, for upfront costs yes <laughs> well and then when games workshop rotates everything like oh yeah then you had to buy a whole new army and all that fun shit see yeah like <laughs> just imagine if your vintage deck rotated uh, <laughs> uh i love hyperbole but Yep. Like, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe part of the thing I'm trying, like, that I am trying to pass on is, is that magic is just, like, magic is just one piece of this whole puzzle, and we exist in this larger community of gaming, which is, and it's just, it's bigger than just you. Like, even the magic community is bigger than just you. And, you know, your it the the bigger community is bigger than just your magic community like it's 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 really hard to like almost even think about that like how big it is cuz of how much we don't see like in just in that in that the little store that we have like it's all that stuff going on yeah i mean i I do, or I did spend a lot of time at Dungeon to where the point of, like, I did see all the different people going in and out. And I was, you know, as you said, I was even part of, like, those different groups, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, <coughs> we were one of the tabletop RPG groups. Mm-hmm. I actually, the first time I ever went to Dungeon's End, I actually didn't go with the intent of playing Magic. Uh, I went to, uh, try and meet with some of the tabletop war games guys because I was looking for pieces for uh, a 40k tank that I had that was missing a few pieces and I was curious if they had any extra bits like, I went there to meet with the guy over that and the invitational was going on uh-huh. and that's how I got into the whole magic thing but so you know I w- I've been there for paint night I've been there for like all these other like I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh there even as a way to get more packs you know, and I considered for a while even getting into Pokemon when I was on a weird nostalgic click with Pokemon for a while. Like, <laughs> I actually have experience with like all the different other aspects of the game store. You know, I still buy my RPG books from them if they have yep. them, and I've ordered RPG books from them before because I knew they could get them for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there is a lot more going on than just magic, and a lot of people either don't notice or don't seem to think it matters. Yeah, and I think, I think, I mean, you don't have to be like, oh, yeah, I want to go out and learn about every single thing that's going on there. Like, whatever, I get it. You go on to play Magic and stuff like that. But I think at least appreciating that it exists and appreciating mm-hmm. that, it impor- that it's important is, well, important, I guess. Like, yeah. because otherwise you, like... You end up with that, like, I think we, you know, we refer to it as, like, this is, and this is super common with gaming stores in general, but you end up with that, like, clubhouse mentality. And, like, yes. that is, that's a death knell for a gaming store, in my opinion. Like, unless you have a lot of really rich friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's only a slight, like, change in perception to go from thinking like well this person doesn't play magic there's no reason to associate with them to this person hasn't played magic before yeah. there's no reason to this person isn't from them, our right? store we don't want to talk to them yeah you know me and Fletcher have both have issues with that before where mm-hmm. it's like there's been a couple you know, of places I've gone that have been like it's just you, you just never feel welcome there no, and it's just like it just feels awkward, and you feel like you're not wanted, and as a result, you don't go yeah, back. Exactly, but like, so that other store I went to though, um, when I was 
uh, for the A25 draft when I was out of town. Um, they were awesome. Like uh, the mm-hmm. the owner of the store, because I, I shot him a message and just said, hey, um, what are your events, blah, 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 what's going on? And and on Facebook and stuff, and he messaged me back. And I went into the store and um, uh, uh, the day before, or like a couple days before, actually, because I was in town, I was um, uh, in the area uh, for something else. Well, actually for work still, but not for the thing I had to stay over for. Um, and um, uh, I walk in and I'm like, and he, you know, he, he was super friendly. And um, uh, eventually I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in town and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're. And then, like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you're Fletcher. And, like, greeted me by name. And then when I came in for the draft, greeted me by name and everything like that and put that much effort into, like, you know, and, and like, like introduced me to the to the to the group that was there even like it's like hey this is Fletcher he's gonna play tonight well you know like because they are a smaller store that has a lot of you know a lot of regulars like that too but like and and mm-hmm. even the you know the people I played uh played against and drafted with were all very friendly and welcoming and just kind of kind of happy to have another person there too yeah like anyone who's like it is very very noticeable when you get to like the different extremes yeah. of things where like you're like a super super open and friendly and the super super standoffish and closed mm-hmm. right like and one of those is always going to have a much bigger impact on your desire to yeah. go back you know i've every single year on my way out to christmas at my mom's in michigan i stop at that place in yep. ashland because he's always open and I like I just like the guy. Like I want to give the guy some business. Well, that's the thing is, is I went in, I went in that one day just to check out the store, um, and ended up mm-hmm. buying like an Eternal Masters pack. Like on my way, uh, because I'm like, not? you know, like he literally just got business out of me because because I was like I feel good about like I feel good coming into this place to to buy stuff like. And I was like, I'm, I'm definitely gonna like throw him an extra bone aside from the, um, uh, you know, a twenty five packs and stuff. But, like, yeah, it was just, mm-hmm. like, that goes such a long way. Like, you know, it's it's funny. Um, I found that um, uh, I tend to judge. So I judge, I judge magic players based on how they treat other people, like uh, people not playing magic. Like, um, mm-hmm. I still. I still have a lot of respect for um, uh, one of the people who used to be at our gaming store. Um, when I saw him interact with one of the Pokemon kids when he was working, when he worked there and like it was, I don't know. It was great. Just being excited for the, for, you know, for the kid and giving them the time of day. And like, cause it was like during a pre-release or something like that. And it was it was really really good. Um, and then overall, I tend to judge game stores based on how they treat people who aren't gamers. Like like that's one yep. of my big things. Like I I have literally watched at multiple game stores. I'll be uh, when I'm sitting there looking around, somebody will come in who has. A, I think the example I use is Grandma's trying to buy a present for Johnny for his birthday and go into the game store and has no idea what's going on. How does how do the employees there handle that? And based on how they handled that, that's how I judge them. And most of the stores that I go, like the stores that I go to are ones that like, they do a pretty dang good job at that. Well, that's just like, you know, that's like basic human, like expectations to it. That point, right? Like you never judge someone how they act when they're having a good day. You never judge someone by how they treat their Mm -hmm. friends. You judge them based on how they are when they're having a terrible day and how they treat the people who they, you know, that aren't important in their life. Like, this is how I know I'm a terrible person. (laughs) It's literally by judging myself based on those standards, which is why I just do my best to never associate with people who aren't friends (laughs) with (laughs) me. That all sounds like something I would say. Uh, but I know, I know. (laughs) But like that's one, of, yeah, and that's one of the the great things. It's like I, I don't know. And for me, I love seeing it when like somebody who doesn't know how doesn't know about the gaming culture in general can leave one of the stores with a good experience because 
I, I know it sounds sounds weird saying this because you know most of the money comes from the people who are there every week probably but those people are super super important like you want you yep. want you know mothers and grandmothers and fathers and grandfathers and uncles and aunts and people you want air so air quotes normal people to have a positive association with places like this because one they're more likely to come and buy another present there which is just money in the bank and two it's encouraging and it makes it so it's okay for people to go there like i'm guessing a lot of people like we're luckily i was on the edge of it and didn't have to deal with it much i don't know if you ever did but so i started i started playing tabletop role-playing games first um and kind of got into magic with like alongside that uh, but most of my gaming career has been tabletop role-playing games um and back when i was in high school like it was the mid mid late 90s um and there were still people with the whole this stuff is evil or 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 you know or even this stuff's just a waste of time but like you know like there so i had to put up with that like and there is that perception there that like just you know my my parents didn't really know much about you know magic or gaming or anything like that and luckily luckily i had the parents i did um but you know they they associate with other people who could have that opinion actually who did have the opinion that like this is something that they shouldn't be doing who and that opinion will influence you know influence them to say no you can't do this or something like that luckily luckily my mom was like why am i going to stop him from doing this when he's sitting down sitting downstairs with four of his friends playing a game instead of sitting alone on his computer like <laughs> you know <Yep>. like <laughs> like this, this is an upgrade. Like, He's this socializing. Is, this is socializing. <laughs> like this is, you know, yeah. But so, um, God bless. God bless them for that because they also bought me my first magic cards and stuff for a Christmas present. I remember, but like, yeah. So it was, you know, it was. But that that perception can really affect things. So like, if you get, you know, if if you piss off grandma going into the game store, and then. You know, every time you're over for you know to visit grandma, and Jimmy mentions something like that, she's gonna complain about it or whatever. And you know, it 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 has this giant trickle down effect. And it does, it, it, you know, it may be like, oh, Fletcher, you're going on a limb, you crazy bastard. But this is real. Like it, it really, really is. And I think for the people who are young enough where they didn't have to, like, like I'm lucky I only caught the tail end of it and lived in a small town, so things progress at a slower time rate. Um, but I didn't have to live through the, like, gaming satanic panic or anything like that, where it was, like, you know, people were tripping absolute balls about it. Like, I just kind of got some of the old holdouts, basically. But, like, you know, Magic had to change a lot of the stuff it did in the early days because of that stigma like they're, they're they didn't put demons in sets for a while and they had to like edit art and you know things like that just to like move away from that that whole that whole mind to keep people away from that mindset to some degree like i don't know i i kind of got way off on a tangent here but you know yeah i don't know bring it bring it back john <laughs> Well, you ca- you at least had like a you at least had a reasonable flow. You didn't just like randomly start talking about inane, pointless things. Yeah. <laughs> that's a note that's worthwhile. But I'm not I'm not even going to segue. Okay, I'm just, just go for it. Just cut you right. I think off it was right a good there. point in the long run. But okay, continue. <laughs> it was the satanic panic was it, a real thing. It was moral yeah. of the story. Mind boggling. All right, so. We've talked a lot about the importance of basically following the golden rule in yeah. your game store. But something that a lot of people need to think about, and like I'm assuming anyone who's listening to this, you know, they, they have their spot where they, you know, they play their magic and yada, yada, yada. But like, it's not unheard of for people to move, and it's not unheard of for people to 
Um, just, you know, maybe someone found this and they actually only play like yeah. online or something. I mean, situations change, so. Yeah, situations change. And I think it's actually very, very important. Like, one of the most valuable things our actual area has slash had was at one point we actually had four gaming stores that were all, if not necessarily going strong, they were yeah. getting by. I don't, I don't know if you're ever and, going strong as a gaming store. <laughs> no, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, <laughs> but, you know, they, in each of those stores, basically got to cater to a different type mm-hmm. of person to where... If there was one store that you just couldn't, you know, you just like you didn't like the people or you didn't like the owner or anything like that, you could find a store in the area that would be much more suited mm-hmm. to your style of like, you know, it'll be more suited to your personality, what you're trying to get out of the game. And like having those options is so mm-hmm. important. And I think it is important for people to realize that you're not obligated to play at a store you yeah. don't like. Or that just makes you miserable. Like, you know, a lot of pe- a lot of people have that unfortunate thing where it's like, well, you know, you have a bad experience at a place and you proceed to just yeah. stop playing, right? And a large majority of the time, like, we don't have that large yeah. of a community, but we have a large enough community to support mm-hmm. multiple stores, and so, so there's really it's possible for people to find a store that more fits their personality. And that's something that like, you know, if you go down to the cities, there's just like a bajillion stores on every street corner. It seems like, and there's a lot of places though, unfortunately where it's like, there's just nothing. Yeah. Like this is true. Kind of, I guess, but like, I don't, I also don't know if it's true, if this is true, but it's kind of like my opinion on the matter where it's like, I almost feel like, if your community is small enough to where you only have like one option to play at, the odds are that the community is close knit enough that a lot of the people who are there are going to have very similar philosophies on things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know. At what... I, I would say so. I yeah, like, I don't know. At, I don't know at what point the population growth is smaller than the personality growth. Or like the the different types of personalities that form from larger populations. I'm not that kind of person, but yeah, right. you know, <laughs> like you could obviously you can almost always find a place that will accept you, even if you have to drive a little. Like I have multiple friends who live over an hour away who drive down every F and M. Like mm-hmm. they just they literally drive part way down the state because. We're the closest game store to uh, to them, and they really like the community. Yeah, like they think it's worth it, and so you know, you like you're not going to always have the option of like you know, well, I gotta walk five minutes and play at the game store, but you know, there's almost always something you can do to find one that fits you better. <laughs> if there's like, happens to be one that doesn't, I mean, it always comes down to choices. Like honestly, like where we're at, I mean. In, in our state, like, you, we probably would almost never drive over an hour to get to one. No. But the thing is, is, like, if you live some like, Montana, <laughs> like, there may be, like, one game store, like, you know, in the state for all I know. Goddamn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's nothing there. And, um, uh, <laughs> but, like, you know, there, there's certain places where it's going to be harder for you and, like, I don't know what to say. Like, honestly, like it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have any good advice for if it's like, yeah, I went to the only store that's within five hours of me and they were a bunch of douches. Then it's like shit play arena. I don't know. Like, yeah, like it sucks. I don't know. It's, yeah. Like that is, that would be a super, super unfortunate thing to happen. It but makes I me also feel don't... bad to say it. Like, uh, but, yeah. Um, like, you know, it happens though, and there's not much advice we can give in that regard, unfortunately. Yeah. Like about the only advice I can give is that like you need to do what makes you happy. Like, yeah, you know, and if 
going to a game store and having miserable times every week so you can play magic is what makes you happy or than not playing magic then do, do what you gotta do but I don't know or just get invested in an online thing I yeah. guess I mean there's a just lot of supersede the yeah. existence of a store there's, there's a lot of good online communities too that can be a uh, a replacement or an acceptable substitute depending on how you handle online communities but yeah, yeah so yeah I don't know but Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any more on that? Sorry, I just kind of derailed you, I'm oh, sure. Not that not really on that. You know, that's pretty much it. You know, it's like there's almost always a store that is more accepting. You just might need to put in a little bit of work for I it, mean, you know. So so uh, like yeah, there there'll probably be a store that's more accepting, but also on the flip side of that, you you need to be accepting as well, I think. Like, yes. like the store should yourself- the store should welcome you, but you also need to understand that you are going into an existing culture. Yes, and and be you know be ready to to deal with that. Like you know you're dealing with new people, and that's you know not always easy. Depending on yeah, who you are, it's, yeah. it's very very similar to like starting a new job, right? Like you're not mm-hmm. going to walk in slap your schlong on the table and be like, everyone's going to do what I say because this is how I want it. Yeah. We had a manager who, when we worked together at McDonald's who, well, he didn't whip it out and say, do what I say, but he tried reorganizing the storeroom based on how his old store was Yeah, expecting every single employee to change, to be the way he wanted it to be. And, actual crew people stood up to him and said no you change to what we're used to because that just makes more sense yeah and changing cultures like like i i could theoretically end up in that position in mm-hmm. a certain amount of time like in or in the relatively near future like there could be oh like a met like my manager is probably going to or, or is going to be retiring in the, the next year and I'm a fairly strong candidate to take that place. Um, so like, that's one of the things that like I have internalized as well. Like, you know, not obviously not counting my, you know, chickens before they hatch, but like, you know, it's like if I, if you ended up in that position, it's like, I, there's a lot of things that they do that I would, that I don't like, but you know, day one, when I get into that position, am I going to go and say, here we go. We're, we're turning this shit on its head. Like, and I work in that culture already. Like I'm part of it. I understand these people I work with and you can't just walk in and expect everything to bow to your will. If that makes sense. Like it's just unrealistic. And I mean, we're not telling people to like, just go out there and you know, we're not saying that you have to change who you exactly. are to play at a game store. Right. Mm-hmm. But you need to be flexible because humans need to yeah. be flexible. You need to be adaptable as a person. You need to be flexible, but you also need to understand where your boundaries are. Like, you know, if yeah. if you go like if you go to a store and they, you know, are doing things or saying things or whatever that just that you don't tolerate then you know, that's probably best that you don't stay there like because that's not just dealing with stuff that's that's a core, you know, a core thing that you just probably can't, you know, wouldn't be able to, it, it would make you miserable being there, you know, like, it's just not worth exactly. it. Like, so, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's tough integrating yourself into a new community. Like, you know, I, I really like your analogy with the job thing up until the point of slamming your dick on the table. Um, but like, just think about starting a new job. Like, I remember when I started at McDonald's, like way back in the day. Like, that's super unnerving, and like, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anyone. You know, it's and and had to integrate into this new culture with all these new people, and yeah, it was it's tough. Like, and a game store is very much like that. Like, I don't know. Luckily, I got to take the opportunity and kind of reinvent myself to some degree. But, like, it's, 
it, man, it's hard. Like, I don't know if I, I don't have a lot of advice for that piece, I guess, but. But you also have a pretty good story, you know, like end result out of all that stuff. too, right? It's like you like you started at a store where you knew no one, you knew nothing. And it was like a terrifying experience. Mm-hmm. And a large portion of your current friend group are people you met at that yeah. store over a decade. Yeah, large core of my current friend group are people I met at the store. My current job I got because of that store, <laughs> because of the person mm-hmm. the manager worked there. I feel like I ended on a good relationship with the vast majority of people that I worked with there. And like, yeah, it worked out super well for me, obviously. But like, I mean, and that that just goes to show upsides of just, you know, being able to adapt and work with people like that, you know, and, and, and integrate yourself with those communities. Like there's, there's these strong cultures everywhere. And we, and I don't think we realize that we're integrating ourselves into these cultures sometimes. Like, it's just something that kind of happens naturally, but making a little bit like thinking about some of it consciously can actually help. Absolutely. Something along those lines, actually, in regards to the whole integrating yourself is, like, another thing to take into account of pretty much any game store that contains more than, like, ten Mm. people. You're going to encounter the same thing you encounter whenever you, you know, try and integrate yourself into a group of people. And that is people will almost always divide themselves into smaller groups Mm -hmm. within said group, which some people might know this as it's almost a derogatory term uh, is people just form cliques. Yeah, that's just the easiest way to refer to it. (laughs) Like, and I'm going to be completely straight up about it. Like, there's at least two at our local game store and I'm definitely in one of them. Yeah. I mean, that, like, that's just a reality. I think. Yeah. Like that's just a reality. Like, and you know, we have been standoffish with people at times. Usually it's people from the other said click because we just kind of have different came to views. the wrong side of the fence. <laughs> Pretty much. Like we just have different views on like a lot of, Things that can get people annoyed. I mean, I'm not saying that there's gonna, you know, have a massive fistfight breakup definitely because we're all adults. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're we can be a little bit standoffish with each other if we're playing games or something. <laughs> and like, unfortunately, that's just kind of a reality of game stores. I'm not proud of it by any means. Yeah. It's honestly kind of funny because it's like you you it's like high school you just can't get away from this stupid shit here's here's but. the deal man like <laughs> like high school is just people just constantly exist in it it's ridiculous like yeah. if you listen to some of the stuff at like my job and things like that it's like it it is it is high school drama it is absolutely ridiculous and these people are like in their 30s and 40s like it's it's absolutely absurd like that people just cannot grow up so it and you sit there shaking your head I about do. it all the thing is i mean part of it is is that i can i can kind of recognize some of it just because like i've you know been been educated to deal with some of this stuff if that makes sense but like it's just you know you just sit there and shake your head and it's like oh my god you people like oh my god but yeah it's just it's the nature of social behavior. Yeah. It's part of being human. Mm-hmm. As weird as that is. And I'm about the only thing I can say with that is like, yeah, you're going to group with people to some, some degree always, but just always be as welcoming as you can, you know? Yeah. Like it's going to happen. It's always going to happen. The important thing is for, you know, if you're someone who is in one of said clicks, mm-hmm. you need to know when you when you need to not be part of it, right? Like you have to be open to new people joining your community. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, those like those little groups are what push new people out of the community, yeah. and you don't want that. And that that is one of the things. It is. Um, I know for a 
fact that like one of the things that really uh i don't know the term but i'm just gonna use scared me for lack of a better term uh Mm. obviously not that volatile but uh caused me some unease was going into a place like that and people you know all these people knowing each other and closing off away from you and i mean i I, you know i'm not necessarily the kind of person who wants somebody coming up and say and you know giving me hugs or whatever but it's when it's that when it can get closed like that it really is it it's discomforting i don't know that's i guess the word i i got right now <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much what it is though right yeah. like you it's the whole like you're going into an environment where people very very clearly have social ties to other people yep. and you have nothing. yeah like it might not it's not like it might not be actual fear for you but there are people who literally will feel fear yeah, over yeah, that true, exact true. thing right mm-hmm. and it's like and it's not it's not even necessarily like, you know, you're worried that these people, it's just like, it's the animal lizard part of your brain (laughs) where you are a herd animal. You are humans. Like a human is meant to be in a group. And when you are not in a group and other people are in a group, you do feel vulnerable. Like, and it's not even like a blatant, like you think you're going to get like, you know, eaten by the other primates in the room. It's just, you know, it's really subconscious. You're just like, I am vulnerable yep. because they are yep, not. Exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, if nothing else, just be um, uh, conscious of that with people coming in. Like, I mean, you don't even have to go out there and high five them and snuggle them and stuff like that. But just, I mean, just be aware that that that's something that people can be feeling. Yes. But. It's, va- it's valuable to keep an open mind. <laughs> It's amazing how hard it is for some people. Yeah, I feel like this just mentioned this. We just need to mention the um, uh, you know, all those other people you see out in the world. They're not NPCs. <laughs> like, like they're yep. they're real people who are doing real things and have real feelings and you know lives outside of stuff. And they're not. They don't just show up at the game store every week and you know play a game with you and then you know get unloaded from the game's memory until you know, the next week. So just, you know, I mean, people are people just treat people like people, I guess. I don't know. It's almost like it's, you know, simple. <laughs> so you don't believe that we're all actually living in a simulation. I never said that. <laughs> True. If it, it True. If it's only one person in a simulation, then it's me because I'm the only person that ever. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so uh man. John I've lost my train of thought now. John, you got um, uh, any more thoughts or I that's pretty much all the points that I wanted to cover in regards to this. Okay. Yeah, I I think the um, uh, the point of this whole thing was more just to get people um thinking thinking about uh, how they fit into this whole ecosystem of, you know, the game store and uh, all these communities that kind of are coming together in this one big community that it creates. It's, it's, I don't know. As I said, it's one of those things that's so, like the local game store is just so core to what it is to be a local player. Like, it's it's something that's so important and you, that we don't even think about it. It's just it's it's so easy to, to just ignore because of that. I don't know. It's just I was just sitting there thinking about it one day, and I'm like, gosh, like we just we we don't really talk about this aspect of it yet. There's so much going on with it, and I'm sure we haven't hit everything that I was thinking of here. But like, I just wanted to talk about some of it, I guess. We, we tried. tried. I tried. <laughs> I could only try and figure out so much from what you told me. So my incoherent ramblings, but John, you got anything else? 
Uh, I think I am good for now, actually. All right, cool. So if you guys want to shoot us some feedback, you can send a message to us at uh, or shoot us an email at thelocometa at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. You can catch my stream at twitch.tv slash llamas. Um, and I've been streaming. I, I started streaming at the end of this week. Now I kind of took the early part of the week off, but um, I'm usually streaming about an uh, hour per day starting at uh, 8 p.m. Central Time. So uh, hop in, check it out. Let me know how bad I'm doing because, goddamn, I have not been doing good lately, John. You seem to do better once I pop in. Yeah, I know. Like, I apparently I need somebody <laughs> good around because, oh my, oh my god, I've just been having having a rough time of it lately but i don't know i had i had the one day i did that flash event mm-hmm. you know and i joined the first one and i'm like oh, i'll just play it I'll, i'm like i'll play a flash event i was gonna buy a pack anyways and so i played that one and um uh went o2 or o3 or no it was it was, it was o2 like, i'm pretty sure except flash flash events oh, yeah, were was, three yeah, and two, those were so. two. <laughs> i went i went o2 and Tilted out so hard, I joined another one, just instantly without even like caring about how much gold I had or actually anything. Um, lost my first game in that one, <laughs> and was just like tilting so hard and managed to win the next next x number of games I needed, and and ended up with two packs in the end of it. But it was just like, oh my god, I was so mad. I had a, a yeah, a couple days like that where I was just like. I think you came in and, and and said something to me or like, I don't remember, but there was one day you said something to me. I'm like, I don't even want to <laughs> talk to you. Like, I just don't even want, I don't even want you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I know I'm doing it wrong. Don't try to make me better. <laughs> don't want to but. deal with it. One out. <laughs> some, some days it's just like, I'm not trying to get better today. Like, just leave me alone. <laughs> but all right. Which is cool. fine. So, I get yeah. it. Yeah, I know. I, I I try not to be an asshole, but sometimes I am. All right, cool. Well, I I hope to catch some people on stream, so I'm uh, come check it out. Uh, you can subscribe to my stream and get theoretical notifications whenever I go online. They can follow uh, your stream. You can't subscribe unless you oh, yourself. Sorry, follow. Not, sorry, for not subscribe. I I forget that people make money with that thing. That, that subscribing is a different thing, but. Um, yeah, no, I'm not making money with it because that sounds like a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> but, all right. So after that long-winded segue, we will catch you next time. See ya.